Hi, welcome to A Couple of Thought Podcast. We are your hosts, Chaya and... Elimelech. Avers. Oh, God. Are we Avers or Evers? Or Avers. Depends where we live. Together, we will be discussing our passions for food, politics... Judaism and marriage. Yeah, exciting. So, join us for our podcast and you will be blown away by our... Couple of Thoughts. It's freaking 12.15, 12 o'clock and we're starting now. It's a bit late, isn't it? Okay, is that how you want to start our podcast? All right. Hi, everyone. So Melch is new to podcasting. I'm a novice at this. So I'm just going to be listening. (laughs) (laughs) He's used to always listening. Um, So welcome to A Couple of Thoughts. Me and Melch decided, we've been talking about this for months, that we have to sit down and start a podcast because we're just really funny people. I have finally given in to the begging. (laughs) The begging? Come on. You wanted to do this too. No, it's true. It's true. And... So we're sitting here today, and we're first going to share a little bit about ourselves. And you know what, Melech? You're going to go first. Go. All right. I'm Eli Melech. Most people call me nowadays Eli. Makes it easier for people to remember, especially in the workforce. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm 36 years old. Wow. Twice high. And um, I work in the field of real estate in Amsterdam. I did some real estate back in New York when I lived in New York. That wasn't so much fun. Now no, it's it was more not fun. fun. It's more fun now. Uh, we moved back to the Netherlands in 2012. We got married in 2008. Uh, I lived in a lot of places around the world. At 15, I moved to Manchester. I was there for three years in Yeshiva. Talmudic High School. <laughs> and then um, it was a year in Yerushalayim, Israel, Jerusalem, a year in New York, a year in London, a year in New Jersey, Manalapin, mm-hmm. a year in Florida, Surfside, Bell Harbor. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, sad times. Um, and then I moved to New York and I married my neighbor. And then in 2008... <laughs> Sounds so exciting. Yeah, very. And then... Um, yeah, I moved to Holland and first did some other stuff. Maybe we'll get into that another time. Oh, yeah, that's a fun story for another podcast. Yeah, it's podcast. a juicy story for another podcast, working for an Israeli company. And then, um, yeah, I started working in real estate, property management and renovations, and now I'm mostly doing um, real estate, um, property management and real estate agent. And that's me. That's I guess Ellen. I pass the mic to you. Okay, so everybody, hello. I'm Chaya Halberstam Avers. I am wife to Ellie Melchavers and mother to our four children. We forget about them. <laughs> you know, we get very busy, but we have four kids. They're sleeping upstairs, thank God. So, you know, now Which it's just Which makes us Chemdra. Yeah, Chemdra, because it's Chaya Ellie Melach, Mendel, David, Rivka, and Adina. And we are the Chemdra crew, and we're awesome. And I'm from New York originally, and as Melek said so clearly, I married my neighbor. But that's actually a really interesting story how we met, which we'll share as the podcast progresses. Um, 
So I live in Amsterdam now for almost nine and a half years. I know. I came for one on the condition that if it's so terrible, we will go back. But I guess it's not that terrible because we're still here. And I'm a teacher at the Gator School in Amsterdam. First grade. Love it. Um, most of the time. Today's my first day of vacation. So I'm actually really happy to get a break and re-energize those batteries because teachers get really tired after a whole year of teaching especially this year was quite the interesting year post um, and mid-pandemic so we're just going to recharge that part of my brain and as an outlet we are starting this podcast and it's going to be interesting and fun and you do want to (laughs) listen so um, we are winging it we are not editing it maybe a little bit but not too not too heavy because we want it to be raw and real and yeah we want it to be us to us it's a couple of our thoughts, yes. um, mainly mine, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, so where do we begin, Mel? Because well, should we quick, quickly throw, go through those four topics? topics that we chose? But maybe there'll be more topics later. Right. But, um, basically, we food. We love food. We love good food. Yeah, we um, love cooking. We love cooking. Well, here in Amsterdam, there's very little uh, places to go out. There used to be a very good restaurant. A shout out to H. Baron. Yeah, hey, which, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> who's not, who's not uh, open anywhere as a restaurant, but just as catering. And um, besides that, there's not so many good restaurants to go well, out there's yet. New Pizza and Co. Shout out to them. They just the, redid their restaurant and we are enjoying it. Yeah. And um, so we are most of the time eating at home. And even when we have stuff to celebrate, a lot of times we make very good food at home. And we enjoy cooking both of us. But uh, yeah. I'm the better cook. This is an argument that we're going to have a lot because Melech has a very different style of cooking than I do. And we're always trying to prove that we're a better cook. But if we ask the children, then I most of the time win. Yeah, but that's because they like you more than <laughs> they like me. Because but, you're with them more. Okay, but seriously, they always say in the end, but Ma, really, your food is better. But they don't they say it in front of you because they feel bad for you. <laughs> But anyways, the fact is, we love food. We love eating it. And when we go to New York or to Israel, all we do is or to eat. France. Or to or to Miami. Yeah. All we do is eat. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes us so happy. And yeah. you know what? We celebrate the sizes that we receive after eating all that food. And we don't cry too much because you only live once. You got to enjoy Yolo. it. YOLO. Yeah, exactly. So that was our first That's topic. Food. food. And I guess every time we'll discuss another... Um, um, hot topic, whatever is hot at that moment. You no, know, like a new recipe that we're busy with or something that we're obsessing over. Like right now we have sweet potato um, grilling in the oven that actually Melech put together. But shout out to cunning. my sister Divi who got us into these like little like crouton-like sweet potatoes that you throw bits. in everything. Sweet potato bits, yeah. yeah. And they are awesome because they go on everything, salad. Prepping is everything for yeah, the salads prepping, for the yeah. coming week. Exactly. For the salads that Melch eats, because Melch is a is the local rabbit. Rabbit. Yep. You're a but, little... Um, yeah, so that's the food part of it. And okay. uh, actually, one of the things I want to do maybe in a future podcast is to explain how we do an one-hour Shabbos preparing meals for Shabbos in one hour and basically using the kitchen, the, the oven right. over the stove. Okay. But we'll do that one time. Yeah, and I think Melech is the best at organizing the kitchen because when I cook You're in an hour... You're the best at making the mess and good food. <laughs> the food tastes awesome, but the mess is... Um, Palpitating. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, 
oh gosh, this is funny. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to talk about food and we're going to talk about politics because politics, um, yeah. before I was even like aware of anything of the great big world, I was obsessed since I'm like 16 in world politics, news, what's going on. And then for like good 10 years, I was really out of it because I was busy having babies and doing other things. And let's just say in the last three years, we got really into it. We think a lot of interesting things are happening in the world. We have a lot of opinions about um, all the things that are happening in this world. Mm. Um, Donald Trump, you well, know? Yeah. Um, do we like him? Do we hate him? Do we care about him? Is he essential? Does he make a difference to our life? Um, Joe Biden. Well, I'm American, so it's a lot Jim of... Biden, Jim Biden. Jim, Jim, Joe, Joe. whatever. <laughs> I, I forget, yeah, you know? Yeah, um, Kamala Harris. What else? Oh, and of course, my idol, Megyn Kelly. Mm-hmm. She's like my um, voice of reason in this world of chaos because she talks about facts and Whenever Chai says, I heard something, she already we decided she did never has to say that it's Megyn Kelly. But she brings on such smart people. Because we already know if Kyla heard something, then it's probably from Megyn Kelly. Exactly. Podcast. And Melech. Um, um, well, my interest for politics goes way back, actually. In, I had a spreekbeurt, which is in Holland. You take a topic in school and you explain it to the class. And I did a spreekbeurt on, on politics back then. And I explained what, like... Um, ministers are and prime ministers like the government the government how it works so I was always we used to drive when I um, grew up we grew up in Amersfoort and we went to school in Amsterdam and every morning and evening we were in a car anywhere between half an hour to an hour and radio was always on so I used to listen to the radio and all the hot topics going on on the radio and the Dutch politics mostly and well America is very hot in the Dutch news also so I I picked up a lot on that also yeah I started listening to Dutch radio actually on my way to school Mm -hmm. and um, they were talking about vaccines and then they were talking about Trump and they were talking about riots and all kinds of things it was like interesting they were talking about yeah the Dutch Dutch news is is very much also focused on the US whenever there were US elections they were like they used to make like an hour every day just talking about those politics so I I was very much into politics and also always when I lived in Israel, I listened to the radio over there, listening to the politics there. And when I was in the U.S., I listened there to WABC. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Remember when we listened to Sean Hannity? No. I can't even hear his no. voice. It's really annoying. Or the screaming guy from 12 to 2. Oh, guy Mark Lynn. No, that's in the evening. Oh, the um, Rush away. Limbaugh. Yeah. He was a good Some guy. Some people might, like, cancel us for saying his name even. But yeah. Never not mind. <laughs> good luck canceling. We don't really care. No. We're unstoppable force. Yeah. We're, un- um, we're uncancelable. Exactly. Because, like, we just exist without anything. Yeah. yeah. We don't need those woke people to listen. Oh, we, we're, did we say we're anti-woke? I we're not sure. That. We don't have an opinion about it. Maybe. Well, maybe we don't we'll get know. Back we'll get back. We'll, we'll circle back to it, as yeah. what's her name says always. Yeah. Um, Jen Saki. She's the we'll White House press, press secretary. We're so good. We really know stuff. Okay. So um, I actually know a lot about Dutch government. Um, I find it very interesting. Shout out to Marvin. Yeah, Marvin <laughs> Pollack. He is a local mayor now mayor. of Amsterdam. Oostzaan or something. Somewhere um, in the north of Amsterdam. Yeah, he became Amsterdam a mayor north. recently. The the Burgemeester, and he was the one who taught me in Tikvatenu how the Dutch government system works, which is similar to the system in Israel, which I actually find way more interesting than America because in America you just have Republicans and Democrats, and it's so not diverse. So Mm. I actually like the Dutch system, so shout out to you, Marvin. Thanks for teaching me. Anyways, um, 
So that's politics. We have a lot of opinions. We're not like on any team. We're just on team of reason, facts, and um, information, and um, yeah, reason, reason, reason. Yeah. High five. Okay. So that's politics, and then we like to talk about food politics. Marriage and Judaism. Oh, marriage and Judaism. Which one should we go first? Judaism. We'll keep marriage for last. Okay, fine. Um, Judaism. You go for Judaism while I go check on the sweet potato sweet potatoes. Oh, I- I'm going to wait for you, actually. I'm going to put this on pause. How are yeah. the sweet potatoes doing? Yeah, they're doing all right. Oh, they smell minutes. so good. Yeah. I'm hungry, actually, <laughs> but it's a bit late to eat. Um, yeah. Take your hand off your mouth because no one's going to hear you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Judaism. Yeah, yeah. It's um. I think we should go one layer first before Judaism. It's religion, whereas a lot of times in our modern world there is a lot of animosity against religious people because all the fanatics are usually in the news and the normal voice of reason yeah. are not heard, and it's um only the extremists you hear, and like there's a lot of negativity within the news and in like you know blogs and this and that of people with a religion whereas for me religion and then obviously judaism is a a very stable factor which actually gives a lot of um good content in my life and a lot of direction direction and i uh, am very happy that i have that um fulfillment as um, Victor Frankl says in his book that that is actually what we need in our life is fulfillment. You should buy his book. Uh, I have his book actually. Really? Yeah, I have it in PDF. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we shouldn't advertise <laughs> you pirating a book yeah. online. But actually, I was thinking, um, Dennis Prager said something very interesting. On, Where did he say it? I'm <laughs> <laughs> like Kelly. Yeah. Um, he was saying that the opposite of fanaticism, no, sorry, but, uh, of, of religion is assimilation and to a certain extent assimilation not not no not assimilation um secularism sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. secularism is also religion and if you see let's any um, people who are vegans religion means a certain order that you follow guidelines for your life yeah. so if you're jewish and you follow jewish religion you follow the torah and the mitzvot if you're a muslim and you are a religious muslim you follow the quran and the rules of the of, of islam and if you are let's say a vegan you follow the rules of veganism um and 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 all that that entails and i feel like right now the whole world is actually de- demanding order to their lives because you have all this like extreme um um edicts like they're oh, looking people looking order. out for people like oh you did this and you did that now you're, you're not following um social norms you're not following um what society is telling us about gender gender roles all these things is basically people asking for guidelines for their life and rules for their life and nowadays every every second that you talk you're breaking a rule and um it's kind of like you know, like we say, there's like in in certain religious um, circles, the 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 modesty police, you know, looking out for anyone who's not following the laws of modesty. So now we have the racist police or the morality police. I mean, you can't say that a woman is beautiful. A man cannot say that a woman is beautiful because that's like considered like um, only to your own wife. 
even so like you're you're like how do you know what beauty is right so so yeah, they got all crazy no but i think i, I think, don't know if it, but i'm saying is it's it's also a certain kind of religious religion, religion. i, I just, think the bottom line is in many of these things is that as soon as extremists take over and that's within judaism that's within religion that's within black lives matter or that's in any other you're really saying field. all the words that could be triggering to many people i do not care okay let them be triggered that's yeah. a choice yeah. um that it's the extremists that ruin it for the rest meaning to say you have most of the time the voice of reason is pushed to the background because the people with extreme voices are listened to because those will right but sell. like regular just normal people i mean exactly. everyone else sorry i don't want to say normal or not normal, yeah. that, that that because i don't think people with Slippery extreme slope. extreme opinions are crazy just i think it's a little bit misled people let's say like no they're looking for uh, fulfillment in their life and they feel by being extreme that way but i i'm not extreme in judaism i'm not extreme in in dieting i'm not extreme i'm not an extreme person i like the middle way but also people that are extreme in some things even whether that's religion or even rigidness, it's hard for me to like relate. Ha- relate because I prefer having like, yo, let's be in the middle ground. It's okay. You know, I understand that you want it that way. But like also in my work, I try to, when people are, uh, let's say neighbors are fighting. Yeah, this has too much noise. That one, yo, relax. Okay, they're allowed to live. You're allowed to demand that you don't, they're not making noises at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. So it's always the middle path which i think is the most important and that's also in religion like yeah. if you talk about chesed and gura that you which need which is kindness yeah. and mightiness gura mm, yeah, like, like stre- powerful like, yeah. and, and then you have tiferet yeah. which is the middle path so Just but you need both you need and the the love and you need the the power or whatever and also when with children with education which could actually be another also topic. part of a marriage slash edu- a parenting edu- education that yeah. that is something you also you need the middle line not only love not only you know r- rigidness and strength but you need the middle line splendor yeah. peace harmony tough love harmony harmony but that's, you know i think I, also uh, i i really i really find i see here in amsterdam we have such a diverse jewish community so i know people from all different spectrums of of religion and something i find interesting is i find that from all spectrums everyone is very um judgmental not judgmental just like has assumptions that the others think about them and and sometimes i do see it that there are let's say um people who i'm friends with that are secular that have this opinion oh not you but other religious people they're very x y and z and it's totally not true and opinions are being based on like watching unorthodox on netflix and really we just and it's also i think a lot of times because people are scared like people are scared of the dark or scared of dogs or yeah because it's the unknown like, they've mm. never really met a religious person. They meet you and they're like, oh, you're nice. Like, okay, but not you, but the other religious people. It's not as if they met the other right. religious people. Or maybe they one time had a bad experience with a, with a religious person. And they're like, oh, probably all religious people are because that's like the, the mindset they already have. Right. I mean, I, I play on a sports team for moms. And we have different groups. We have a, a cheder group, like a religious group. And we have other groups with Israeli moms. And I think a few times, like, some of the women, like, made some comments about us like while we were playing like oh yo yo or something like that as if like all we do all day is cook cholent and gif- and eat gefilte fish and it was like in a way for me a little bit like what like we're so we're just like we're just people we're moms we all have the same yeah. language 
I'm not angry at those women and 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 whatever that was their judgment and it's that their that's their no I just find it it's like a little bit naive but then like as as we've played different tournaments like we got to know many of the women and speak with them and a lot of barriers get broken because of that and then they just realize that we're just the same we're all people we all have hearts we all have feelings we're all moms we all speak the same language we all want our kids to be proud of who they are we want to be successful we want peace and harmony and yeah, but and then when you bring it down again if they would be extremist and not take the time and effort to speak to you they would be stuck in their own way say ah, i don't need to talk to you i'm not even playing against you because you're yeah. extreme religious and orthodox and nothing and then you never get to the place where you can talk to each other Ooh, that's, that's, a that's a sweet potato, sweet potato bits. <laughs> okay so the sweet potatoes are ready but yeah. um yeah so that's basically i think me and you we we kind of agree we don't get too crazy we we like to have fun when we practice our judaism yeah. um if we have questions or we don't know we ask our rabbi shout out to Rabbi and also rabbi and also rabbi wolf, wolf, wolf yeah. um that we also ask him lots of questions um but in general we you know we don't get too um too too um stressed out we do our best and it's all really for we're all trying to head in the same direction to build and um forge a strong connection with the creator of the world who gives us life every single day gives us and, a good life yeah good life and we're thankful for it so whichever way we're going to get that get to that place um we try our best and sometimes we are not perfect because we're not made of stone we're humans we're not angels we're no not robots. angels uh, or robots either um so we try again or we ask and, and we not expected from us right we're and, expected to be the best that we could be yeah and if we don't understand sometimes we study we learn we research we ask questions sometimes we get the answer sometimes we don't but we don't not do something if we don't always understand just it. Just because we, we have a question about it. Right. I just told someone this week, we don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. It's a good one. Cha-ching. Yeah. I feel like I've said it so many times, so it doesn't sound so cool anymore. But that's basically how we do Judaism. Um, no pressure, just joy and we commitment. Judaism. Commitment also. We're committed to this, and that's why we do it, and we're not forced. That's what someone says, like, what happens if you do X, Y, and Z? Someone asked me actually this week. What happens if just one time you you break Shabbat? Like but Rivka was actually asking that yeah. today. Our daughter, she was asking, what would happen if you would eat meat because now it's a nine days, so that's like a morning nine days period. of morning, yeah. Nine, and we don't eat meat as part of the morning period. And um, she asked, what would happen if we do eat meat? And I answered her. I said, what would happen if we eat a piece of pig? She's like, yeah. Then you are doing an avera, which is like a transgression transgression. I'm like but we're not going to be smited or punished right away but it's something we don't want to because it breaks our connection with Hashem Hashem. I love that because you know so I also answered to this woman I said no 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 big sword is going to smite us or no rock is going to fall from heaven and and kill us or no fire is going to engulf us in a flame or if we turn on the light on Shabbat or do something Um, it's more that every everything that we do 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 I'm sorry that reminds me of friends. Never mind. Um, that we do is is a bond with us and Hashem, and it's like ropes. Every yeah. every connection is another rope, and when you tie it all together, it becomes this the really thick connection. And we don't want to do things that disconnect us from our Creator. Who can so, break one of the ropes? Exactly, and I think the biggest like punishment you could say of 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 not, of transgression 
is that you don't feel sorry and you don't feel anything because the more you distance yourself from from God, the disconnect. The the more disconnected you feel. So if you don't feel anything, that's also that's like that's really sad. That's really harsh. So yeah, I yeah. think you could look at it like a a father and a child, or like a a parent and a child, which the fact that you, you could be. Uh, I don't remember. One of the kids was talking about this week about the teachers, and. Um, they were saying <laughs> that um, you could be you could talk nice to a teacher, you could be rude or not say anything. So I said, even though I prefer you not being rude to to the teacher, but at least when you're rude, you're talking, you're still in conversation. And if you you don't say anything, then it's much harder you're keeping it inside. So obviously, it's the best to be nice and and respectful. respectful. But at least you should you know, speak out your mind and then you can always have a discussion of what's right and what's wrong. Okay. And that was in connection to... What we were saying before, but I remember what it was. (laughs) It's okay. Um, I also lost my train of thought. I got distracted because I was telling you to amplify your voice. (laughs) Yes, I think my voice is just good for podcasting. I know, you you have a perfect voice. Um, You really do. You're perfect. Just just as I said that, we're entering our fourth topic, which is marriage. marriage. So, how are we doing, Mel? Uh, So far, so good. 12 years, almost. No? I I always think we're married for 10 years. I thought we were married for 10 years, but we're we're married for 12. Yeah, between 10 and 20, somewhere between there. (laughs) Okay. So, um, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing marriage. What are you doing? We're doing the, the, marriage the marriage thing, thing. you know, okay. all, the, all the ups and all the downs and all the twists and all the turns. Um, most of the time we get along. We like each other a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I think from all the topics, this is for me the hardest to talk about, not because of the good or the bad marriage, just because it's very personal. And like you always touch upon like things that you're not necessarily just putting on like a Facebook post right but uh we'll we'll try it out see how it goes i don't have a problem sharing anything i'm an open book um malach is more conservative i guess in that manner like you know well i'm not gonna put on facebook oh my god i love my husband he's the best like i i I know i could just tell him um so i guess that's where you're that's what you mean like you don't feel like no like it's 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 very personal like if let's say you are in a fight with your wife or a discussion whatever more a discussion than a fight and say yeah, so I, I'm not going to, the person is going to go to the office the next day and say, oh yeah, last night I had a discussion with my wife about A, B, and C. Maybe in the future I will be able to talk about it, but when it's very Right, fresh. and like, also like, you don't want to walk down the street and someone will be like, oh yeah, how's that fight doing with your yeah. wife? Like, well, I think like Insta bloggers have that all the time because they're like um, filming their life and then they'll be like, my kid hurt his foot. And then you like walk down the street and you'll be like, how's, how's your, your kid's foot? Yeah, and yeah. then they're like, oh, okay. And they get all weird. Happened to me once. Like, really. Then I realized, like, if I ever see it's any weird. of those people, like, just don't say anything to them. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, you think you know them because you see them yeah, on, the on social media. But um, I I think... Oh, should I tell everybody how, how I found the gas leak? Because that, that's, like, personal. I'm joking. <laughs> we'll talk about me. that maybe another time. But basically, guys, leak. I was right. Told you so. Told you so. Um, no, but um, I, I was just telling Hyla before we started recording that if ever anybody would ask me you know after 50 60 years being married what's like your advice for a good marriage i would say be hard on yourself and easy on your spouse and that way i'm blushing (laughs) uh, because that way you know let's say dishes are not done 
So did you do the dishes? No, also not. So why are you being difficult on your spouse saying, hey, why didn't you do the dishes? You also didn't do the dishes. So or go do the dishes or just let it go. Or if the dishes are not done exactly the way you want it, like be easy on the situation when it's concerning your spouse. And if it's to yourself, be hard on yourself. I think that's a very nice one. Another one I really like, spoil your wife, not your kids. Oh, I, I like it too. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I say it like this. I think that we have we don't have a very um, conservative, old style marriage. Um, first of all, guys, you know people say, yeah, um, um, be hard on yourself, not on your not on your partner. Like Melch actually really practices that. So he, I'm not so nice. He's way nicer. So, That's true. Um, <laughs> but I love more. <laughs> um, so no, but really, he does practice that. He's really awesome in that sense. But um, is that too personal? No, it's okay. <laughs> no, I, uh, I but, really. But I, I do think like what it, like we have a very I guess modern way of 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 doing things because compared to let's say how our parents did it or do it still. Um, no offense to you guys. <laughs> I think it's because like. For example, spoil your wife, spoil your husband. Like we we are, we spoil each other, right? We're mm. kind to each other. We help out. The home is both of our homes. We both cook. We both clean. Well, I, I sometimes the past... fold the laundry. You put it away. I put it away. Well, I put it away because I don't like how you put it away. But oh. you put away the the linen because you know how that closet works. Yeah. So like we we kind of like the home is both of our places. Um, we both know how to take care of the home. I think sometimes Melch is better than me, but um, in general, like we don't really look at like part. role keeping. Like, oh, the woman is is in charge of the home and the man is in charge of the bread. Um, well, you guys, basically you take care of most of the bread <laughs> because I, I work, but yeah, I work, but um, I don't work as many hours as as Melch does, unfortunately, right now. But one day, maybe but, this podcast will make us so much money. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> then I could finally say we're even in that sense. But, yeah, but. Um, we're eating anyways because the blessings that come towards your income are not you know could be you never know where the blessings come from i find that so beautiful you always tell me that because i teach for two hours every day and i always say i bring in like so little and you always say but how do you know that the blessings from my business doesn't come from your work exactly which is holy work jewish working with jewish children and i I don't just say i really believe it i also do and i also believe that there's a bucket up there and endless. it needs to get no oh, oh for sure we want it to be endless but i'm saying is whatever hashem decides that you should be sustained with in the coming year that's how your sustenance is going to come whether it's from your business whether it's from my work or from like literally like a good deal that comes out of nowhere which has mm-hmm. happened yeah many quite times. a few times and we're like oh plus present from hashem so yeah. whatever hashem wants you to make and if if that means you lost money between a, a business deal with with um people that you work with or whatever doesn't really matter the money will find its way back to you if it's what you're meant to get yeah. like and hashem is god by the way right hashem god interchangeably we use hebrew english transliteration yiddish, yeah yiddish, yiddish. Nederlands, Dutch too. Yeah. So really, Hashem is our friend in this house, um, in this marriage. We we keep him as our third partner, and sometimes, um, yeah, we we. I, I we, think two things I want to say. It's being easy in general. Like we are both not very difficult people. Like we are easy to forgive, and like we yeah. don't keep grudges for very long. That's I hard. Think. That's annoying, though. What? Not sometimes I want to stay angry. It just doesn't work after no. a few minutes. I get it from my mom. She's like also like this. I don't know who I get it from, but I just don't stay. You get it from me. I rubbed off on okay, you. Okay, <laughs> wow, thanks. Uh, that and uh, the second thing I wanted to say, I forgot. 
but uh, oh yeah that basically that i think we'll talk about it more in a, when we talk about marriage in a longer podcast is yeah. that um you have the difference between a love marriage and a commitment marriage i think you were touching upon that before yeah. that you love is doesn't matter Do, did you get me flowers did you not get me flowers? Oh, you didn't get me flowers so then i'm not making food like right. it's, everything it's, like, it's not if, if, uh, you could be making food i could be making food i could be doing laundry you could be doing laundry it's not like so commitment based like you're getting the kids from school i can get it whatever it doesn't matter it's like not so yeah. much committed based it's more love, love based. based and then it doesn't matter so much did you bring me flowers or not well, anyways we love each other that's number one and then afterwards things need to be done in the house so we see whoever picks up the yeah the, and i think also like like we always use the example it's also like a relationship that we have with god is it commitment based meaning like god i do this for you and you need to do this for me yeah in exchange and then if you don't get what you want okay god i'm, I'm done with this commitment find find another constituent you know mm-hmm. or is it a love-based relationship where you say hashem i always want to be connected to you i don't want to do anything that will break my connection with you the same in a marriage my husband i love you so much even if you didn't um take out the garbage tonight like I'm not gonna like blow a fuse about it. I don't even think you know where the garbage is. If <laughs> By the way, me and my sister have the same thing. We always keep stuffing the garbage, waiting for our husbands to take it out. <laughs> not because like I can't take out the garbage. I just hate garbage. <laughs> it's really funny because I saw her doing the same thing. I'm like, do you also have this thing where you keep forcing it, waiting for your husband to take it out? She's like, yes, I do the same <laughs> thing. So it's it's we just don't like garbage. I can teach you. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I do a lot of other things, but. Um, I think it's just that we don't want to break our connection with each other, so we kind of have this mutual respect where we we just want we we want to always like lean on each other instead of um, separate from each other. Yeah, it's like a team. It's a teamwork. Yeah. So you do it together, yeah. and even also with the kids, we really yeah. like the kids to help. They can always help and do whatever they want to. They the want kitchen, to. Though. <laughs> they made pancakes this morning, which oh flop. But uh, thank God our niece Mushki is here, and she cleaned it up, so I didn't <laughs> see the mess. It was basically anyway. pancake batter everywhere. everywhere um but uh yeah so it, it's a team it's yeah. uh and we roll with the punches right yeah not no. too much punches though no i don't I can't even remember last time <laughs> so long ago oh gosh all right anyway so that's um the our first podcast introducing ourselves to our you. life in a nutshell our life in a nutshell um actually a couple of thoughts our couple of thoughts exactly should we finish off with a joke oh yeah Me- oh melach is dipping his toes into the comedy world um, he open has mic. open mic and he did a, a fabulous job a few weeks ago um, maybe we'll share a clip next time I'm not sure if I'm allowed to share the clip an we'll audio see. clip maybe I'll maybe, ask okay we'll ask um, an audio clip and it was actually we'll really really funny or we'll illegally posted and in the lineup of famous comedians that night you were number th- four I think three. the, I was the three. third and you got the most laughs that night, more than the others. So you did a good job, and I was really proud of you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, end of end you. of and uh, end us off with a joke, Mel. All right. There's this couple. They are going to marriage therapy, and they're... I'm already <laughs> laughing because I think I know the and joke. And the the husband and the wife they discuss everything, and the the wife tells the therapist that a lot of times she does a lot of things, and the husband like doesn't notice notice her or says thank you to her. Etc. So um, she has a very hard time with that. So when they have therapy by themselves, they first together and then by yourself, the husband gets advice from the therapist, says, listen, you should maybe um, tell your wife more often thank you. And when she does cooks the food or when she puts the kids to bed, say thank you. So the husband says, great idea. So anyways, he comes home that night 
and he tells the wife, I spoke to a therapist and I'm sorry, I'll be more grateful and thankful for the things you do. So I um, took a few um, notes, I, mean, I wrote a few notes and I put them on the top shelf. If you ever feel that you need a thank you, you can take one off the shelf. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Basically... Yeah. I don't want to say the word that he is, but he is. Yeah. He's Anyways. a jerk, basically. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, that's actually funny that you said that story because it was a similar story written in a book that I read years ago by Naomi Rankin. And it was like one of those novels where they, they like a religious girl who's suffering in her marriage. And that's one of the things her husband does, but with presents. Yeah. So and whenever you need one. That seats. Yeah. There's a closet one. full of presents. So Anyways. it's like, a, it's like a, one of those things that people say that like, like one of those um, stereotype stories. Yeah. Religious Jews. That's how they treat their, their partners. But and I guess we'll peace out. Yeah. We'll peace out. And thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for joining our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our couple of thoughts and join us again for our next episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything that we discussed today, you are welcome to email at us email us at a couple of thoughts 2008 at gmail.com. And we wrote 2008 because that's the year that we got married. So anyways, yes, join us again and peace out. The cover song that we have playing in the background is Modani Kolboker from Omer Adam, a song that we love to play for our family and just gives us drive and energy in our service um, to Hashem and our thankfulness for everything that we have in our lives. So we hope you enjoy that song as well. Dale, 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 dale,